the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings, and it's meeting time. And today we're going to continue introducing the third step of recovery, that we made a decision to turn our will and lives over to God. The dictionary defines the word decision as an act of reaching a conclusion or making up our mind. And preparing for today's meeting had me reflecting on all the wrong decisions I made during my active addiction. You see, for decades, I turned my will and life over, all right, not to God, but to a destructive force. I thrived on the high thrill, euphoria, and instant gratification that drinking, drugs, and gambling gave me. I was having a grand time, a fun life at the expense of everyone around me. Let's get honest. Sin is fun at first, and sins are the weapons that Satan uses to pull us into this sinful, demonic mental illness known as the disease of addiction. Eventually, the ugly side of my sins and addiction reared its ugly head, and the higher alcohol, drugs, and gambling took me, the lower it brought me. The thrill of victory turned to the agony of defeat. And then the day came when I no longer had a choice. Satan made all my decisions for me as I plummeted into the bottomless pit of enslavement. I was delusional and corrupted with Satan's lies, believing that I was in control. And in my pride and self-centeredness, I denied that I even had a problem. And for over 30 years, Satan controlled my every thought and action. Finally, in desperation, I cried out to God, God, I don't want to exist like this anymore. I don't want to die like this. He heard me cry out that I couldn't fix myself. That's step one. He heard me acknowledge that I believed that he could restore me to wholeness. That's step two. And then he showed up. He put people in my life that took me to the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, Gamblers Anonymous, and back to church. I recommitted my life to God and to his teaching of 12 spiritual principles known as these 12 steps to recovery. Now, I've shared this before. Satan wasn't ready to release me from his demonic chains of bondage. He pummeled my mind with obsessive and compulsive thoughts. He wanted me penniless, helpless, hopeless, godless, and then he wanted me to die. But God had other plans for me. After several failed attempts of recovery, I was institutionalized in many treatment centers and long-term extended stays for approximately two years. As I said before, I had to be in a safe environment to protect myself from my distorted mental illness. Now, the rest is history, and I speak to you today with 29 years of recovery and healing. And each day I pray, thy will, not my will, be done. Amen? 
Listen to me. The weapons of the evil spiritual realm, our own self-will and grandiosity hold us in the clutches of addiction. And the message and task of step three is for us to face the fact that our control isn't real. But God has the ultimate control, authority, and power to rescue you and me from our addictions and save us from eternal damnation. And when we accept this, when we depend on him for freedom from our addictions or any other life problem, really, we're applying this third step to our lives. Now, making this decision seems simple enough, right? After all, who wouldn't want to turn over our shameful addiction, pain, and consequences that it has caused? So why was it that for years I was a chronic relapser, existing in tumultuous hours, days, weeks, months, years, seasons of decomposing physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually in the valley of the shadow of death? Why might you be reluctant to apply this principle to your life? What's stopping you from giving your carnage to God? Well, here's what I've learned and experienced. In our active addiction, in this mental state, we lose all sense of reality. As tumultuous as our lives are, in our insane thinking, this is all we know. We build walls of denial, self-control, self-sufficiency, and isolation. We cling on to that which we believe gives us comfort, relief, and excitement. And these emotions become our best friends. Our obsessive and compulsive behaviors provide an escape from our emotional pain. And then in a moment of clarity, guilt and shame sets in because of the pain we've caused our loved ones or because we believe we're outside the grace of God. But then our addiction screams at us, numb these feelings. And then fright kicks in because to let go and let God has us feeling like we'll lose our identity. We'll lose our best friends. And once again, these are all lies. Hear me loud and clear. Our lives are in the balance, wavering between the chaos of addiction and the offer of a new life through the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Moses proclaimed in Deuteronomy thirty nineteen, we have a choice to make life or death, blessings or cursings. Folks, that's why Jesus came to earth to save you and me from the slow death of our sinful addiction and to receive this new way of life starting today and forever. And we learn this in the scripture I ask you to reference, Matthew 1, 21 through 23. In these texts, we learn an angel declared that Mary will give birth to a son and to call him Jesus, which means Savior, because he will save his people from their sins. In verse 23, Jesus is also called Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. God in the flesh, Jesus Christ, came to earth to save you and me from spiritual enemies, from the penalty, power, and presence of our sin. He came to remove our deformities of addiction 
and eventually our self-destructive tendencies become fewer and fewer. We're not going to be perfect. We're a work in progress. But when we bring our sins and addictions at the foot of the cross and receive this free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ, that's turning our will and life over to the care of God. That's step three. Jesus proclaims, if you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give your life for me, you will find it. And that's the only way to find this new way of life to submit our whole being to God through his son, Jesus Christ. And he's waiting to hear from you. He wants to live through you by way of the comforter and protector, the Holy Spirit. And speaking of our protector, as a born-again believer, Emmanuel, God with us, is on call 24-7. And trust me, we need him 24-7 because turning our will and life over to God is going to be tested, just as in my case. Satan's not going to be ready and willing to give up his captors that easy, nor will your old associates. I guarantee you, you're going to feel some heat to bow down to your old idols. Your so-called old friends will tempt you to return to your old ways. You see, our recovery is a threat to them. So we should expect some heat and not be shocked. But God will be with us in these spiritual fires of life to preserve us and bring us through. And we learn this in Daniel 3, verses 14 through 27. Daniel and his three friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, were trained into the royal service. They were given Babylonian names. Daniel was called Belteshazzar. Hananiah was called Shadrach. Mishael was called Meshach. And Azariah was called Abednego. Now, the king had a gold statue made for all to worship. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego worshipped their true God and refused to worship idols. The king was enraged, and he ordered these three young Jewish men to be put to death in a blazing furnace. In defiance, they spoke out, If we're thrown into the fire, God will save us. But even if he doesn't, we will never serve your gods. And the soldiers that tied these men up and threw them into the furnace were killed instantly because these flames were so hot. And then, in amazement, the king shouted, We threw three men into the furnace. I see four men walking around unharmed. And the fourth looks like a god. My friends, God was there with them in the heat to protect them. And the three men came out of the furnace unscathed. The only thing that burned up were the ropes that bound them. Can you picture this scene? Folks, this is jaw-dropping. So what do we learn from this miraculous event? Satan is the god of this secular world. And like King Nebuchadnezzar, He wants you and me to do his will, to obey him. 
in our sin and addiction are the idols he sets up for us to serve. And if we truly want the bondage of eviction to be cast off, to be burned off, if you will, our resolve must be to take some heat rather than continue to worship false idols of our addiction. As Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said to the King Nebuchadnezzar, so we too should say to the evil one, we will not serve you or worship your idols. In other words, get behind thee, Satan. I've turned my life and will over to my Savior. Listen, as a Christian, the richest thought that we can live on is this. Christ is in the furnace with us. He takes us through our fiery, dark trials and brings light and protection. He tells us, I'm the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to live in darkness. You will have the light that leads to life. So let me end with this. No matter the heat from the battles of life or Satan's ploys to destroy us, when we turn our will and life over to the care of God, God will be there with us, even if we don't sense his presence immediately. You see, as we seek God, he makes his presence known to us, and nothing can bind us when God wants us to be free. God's defeated Satan, and all we need to do is to choose the winning side. So what decision are you going to make today? Amen. Next week, we're going to introduce the fourth step of recovery, that we made a searching inventory of our lives. And we're going to discover the root causes and false gods of our addiction. And I want you to reference Lamentations 340, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3 and 4, and Isaiah 42, verse 13. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.